I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of butcher box, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com slash mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash mega and use code mega to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional mega church. We are I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church, where we are giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and community so you can be blessed by them. It is a true treat and a treasure. Each week, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Gray Haas, everybody. Hey, Hallie. How are you doing? So nice to see you. Blessed, my brother. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing pretty well. You know, I had a bit of a scare this week, actually. <gasps> a scare? Well, yeah, I guess I wouldn't call it a scare, but definitely a challenge in my life. Oh. Um, you know, I just went in and I had my once a year apostate checked. Oh, the thing that all men have to do over the age of, well, what are you, 30? Yeah, that's right. Once a year, all the guys here at Twin Hills that work here on staff have to go in once a year and talk with our head pastor, Steve, and have a check-in. Basically, are we following the teachings of Christ? Uh, Make sure that we're not teaching anything that's outside of the beliefs of the church. You know, there are three questions that basically we all get asked. The first one is, you know, do you love God and seek to obey his word and follow his his written word, the Bible? Awesome. Uh, So I said, yes. Totally to that. It's awesome. Uh, Then he asked, uh, when I sin, do I feel sorry and turn away from sin? Uh, And I said, totally. Uh, I hate it to sin. I just hate sin. And then he said, okay, great. Things are looking pretty good down there. And uh, last question, are you growing to be more like Jesus by growing the fruits of the Spirit? Yes. Love. Right. 
joy, totally peace, yeah. patience, yeah. kindness, goodness, awesome. gentleness, awesome. faithfulness, self-control. And on that one, Hallie, that one bumped me. I hesitated on self-control, and he's like, well... We've got to go a little bit deeper. We've got to really poke around. And I was like, yeah, I'm totally ready. So, um, you know, he asked me, he said, you know, let's really get relaxed. He asked me to change into a robe, a choir robe. Why? What were you wearing? Uh, I was wearing, uh, I guess I was wearing some sort of um, distressed boot cut jeans, uh, cool. cool motorcycle boot, uh, you know, a uh, Probably a lot of thumb rings and a tank top. Wow, anyway, so awesome. I, I did I did switch out of that into the choir robe, and then he said, "I just want you to lie down, and I want you to tell me what do you think you've been losing your self control on." And I just had to think, Hallie, and think, and then it came to me. I, I really felt the Lord speaking to me, and I just heard this name, and it was Manka, Manka, Manka. Oh, you're. Ex-girlfriend Minga? Right. That's what I, yeah, Minga. And I said, oh, Steve, you got me. Oh, no. I just broke up with my girlfriend Minga. And um, yeah, we were, you know, we were really struggling because there was just so much chemistry there. Oh. But with so much chemistry, there's so much temptation. Yeah. And we just had a constant sex pressure. Oh. On that relationship, Hallie, and it was testing that relationship, just the sex pressure. Oh, that grieves my heart for you. And so I was just like, yeah, Steve, you nailed it. Wow. But you and Minga were never even in each other's presence. You never saw each other in person, right? I mean, you just... Talked over the phone. You just knew each other online. Well, you know, all all of that is really happening online now, Hallie. Sex pressure? Oh, constant sex pressure. Online? Totally. And I'm not even together. I know. I know. It's actually worse online. Really? Right. When you can't actually be with the person, you want to, it's sort of like, it makes you want to do more online to sort of make up for it. Oh, yeah. All my kids are online all day long. Oh, I know. You really should check their devices. So, um, yeah, I basically said, you know, there was this time when, you know, we were sort of flirting, things were getting pretty hot and heavy. We had just done a devotion and, uh, Minga sort of crossed the line, and mm-hmm. she said, hey, can I see your nibbies? Your what? She asked me to see my nibbies. Did you show it to her? Well, unfortunately, Hallie, they were already showing. They? Two of them? You have two? Yeah, I have two. You have two... Wait, what? Are... Nibbies? Yeah, my on my breasts, my nibbies. Oh, Nipples? Oh, right. That's what you guys call them. Yeah, in Australia, we call them nibbies. Oh, so she she saw your nipples. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, well, that's fine. I mean, men don't have to wear shirts. I've seen your nipples. Actually, I can see one of them right now because your tank top is so loose. Oh, right. So they just slip out. Anyway, I would uh, recommend my guys all get their apostate check at least once a year. There's a lot of pressure on guys, and it's really healthy to check in with Steve in this way. Accountability. That's right. Awesome. How was your week, Kelly? It was my anniversary. Oh, hey, congratulations. Isn't that- that's so cool. What number? Well, we're in the double digits. Let's just say that the uh, anniversary gifts are in the heavy metals. Oh, like striper, tourniquet, X-toll? Yeah, so 
We had tickets to see John Christ at the Phoenix for our oh, anniversary. He's hilarious. He's the best, right? Oh my gosh! Oh, I love his YouTube's where he like just goes around his house and he like points at things and he's like, "This is crazy," and he doesn't even have a punchline. Yeah, it's so hilarious. He doesn't even need punchlines. That's how that's how funny he is. No, he he doesn't need jokes. He just talks and and we laugh. That's right. He's probably like in the top three Christian comedians of. Of all time. Oh, he's like the only Christian comedian. He's got like a monopoly. Can you think of any other like awesome, wholesome Christian comedians? I mean, like Dennis Miller. Okay. Mike Warnke. Oh, yeah. Um, Dane Cook. Dane Cook? Is he Christian? Well, he, he doesn't have punchlines either. Oh, so, yeah. So he right. must be. That's so Yeah, cool. that's so funny. Oh, that's awesome. Well... We had tickets to go see John Christ at the Phoenix for our anniversary. I've been waiting for it all year. And of course, it got canceled. Ugh, COVID. No, not because of COVID, because of his sex addiction. Oh, really? Yeah, he was going to have a Netflix special. He was on tour. All of it's canceled because he, you know, victimized some females by giving them some, like, attention, which isn't that what girls want? Right, totally. From a guy like that who's probably going to point at you and be like, this is weird. And then you're just going to start laughing. Oh, you're going to start laughing. And you're going to be like, I'm having the best time. So I was devastated because it was really all that we had planned and we weren't really doing gifts. And so we had nothing for our anniversary. And so my husband, Lance Labonte, and I were, you know, like, okay, well, uh, you know, change of plans, change of plans. And but I ended up doing some reading about, you know, John Christ, because I was like, what happened there? He's a man of God. He does clean jokes. The Christian community supports him no matter what. Completely 100. We love him, you know, no matter what. Totally. And so I started doing some reading about it. And, you know. There are people who understand the mechanics of comedy and the nuances of identifying a joke's target that say that John Chris's quote-unquote comedy is just replacing smart satire, crafted content, and commentary that has a clear point of view with moronic sarcasm and childish energy. And I'm like, moronic sarcasm and childish energy? This guy is just out there having too much wholesome fun to right. bother with crafting comedic content or understanding layered commentary. Yeah, you don't need to be crafting anything when you're that naturally and God gifted. Yeah. Christian comedy has a higher calling. Oh, right. Right? Because Christian comedians, they don't have to go blue. They don't have to be funny. Right. John Chris doesn't need to be dirty. Like, it's so easy to be dirty. That's for his personal life. Right. And John Christ, you know, he apologized. He apologized to us, you know, his fans, his followers. <sighs> it's one of my favorite Instagrams. Oh, and, and people say, you know, like, well, you know, what about his victims? You know, but I appreciate that he apologized to us. That's what I needed. And, you know, compassionate people or critical thinkers may think it'd be appropriate for him to apologize to the humans that he victimized. But I appreciate the way he chalked it all up to sin. You know right. what I mean? Because we all have sin and fall short of the glory of God. Totally. I mean, that is basically what I said to Steve when I was having my apostate check. Yeah. This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive licensed therapist at Talkspace, You'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. 
And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Just like Jesus turned water into wine at a wedding, we've got a Christian wedding planner with us today. Please welcome Twin Hills' very own Matt McMansion, everybody. Hi, guys. You know, I tried that once, and I'm going to tell you, it did not work. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are, you're still a pretty popular person around Twin Hills because, I mean, we are right in the middle of wedding season right now, so thank you so oh. much for giving us a bit of your time. It's okay. I had a bride uh, cancel. She had a little bit of a meltdown, so I have a... I, I, it's just worked out that way. She's going to be fine. You know how they say, Jesus, take the wheel. That's right. I say, you know, I say, uh, let Matt take the Zamboni. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's that's right. right. Oh, so it was an ice theme wedding. Yes. Well, that's the thing about what's happening. You know, being a wedding coordinator in 2020 with everything else that's going on right now, which obviously has just thrown a big old monkey wrench into yeah. our right. lives, is that kids today, they they really want a destination, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know? They, they, they think the church is old-fashioned. I mean, even even our congregation, you know, when they couldn't ask for a bigger, better, more spectacular setting than right here at Twin Hills, they want to they go, let me tell you, oh, I want to go to Mexico. Uh-huh. That's what they say. I want to go to Mexico. Uh-huh. Matt, Matt, I want to go to Mexico. I'm like, let me tell you, if you think you're being original by having a Mexican wedding, I got news for you. Well, I think that's why you probably have had so many um, Frozen 1 and Frozen 2 themed weddings is because people oh my- need an escape and it's been so hot this summer. Here's the thing. So this bride that just you know canceled on me today because she was too upset to talk, she's in a little bit of a tiff with her fiance oh. because she's wants a Frozen 2 wedding and she wants to be Elsa and the groom is insisting on playing Olaf. Uh-huh. So, you know, that is, you know, and I I have a feeling I know who this is because she used to be in Climax. I don't like to name names, but is it Natasha Branderson? Yes, Natasha. I mean, she's a star. Listen, she's a big star, but she's got a lot of big ideas. She wants the spotlight and she wants things done the way that she, I mean, she's still upset that she wasn't originally cast as Elsa in the films. I'm like, you were too young. You were too young then. Right. You live in Indiana. It's probably not going to happen. No. Yeah, you know, I I have to tell these kids, you know, when they want a frozen wedding and they tell me that, you know, they're in high school going, hey, I'm going to probably get married next year. I'm going to have a frozen wedding. I'm going, well, did you know statistically that uh, about 80% of those weddings don't work out and you just got to let it go? I have to say, uh, my favorite wedding you ever did did was the Rogue One themed oh wedding. Gosh. I couldn't believe it when I I walked toward the wedding chapel on campus and I said, "What is the facade that you're walking into was like into the mouth of Well, that's not the Millennium Falcon, was it?" No, that was that was an at at now, Matt, I did have, you know, when I think about wedding planning, I'm thinking, okay, if I had to choose a job, uh, you know, wedding planning would be somewhere after, you know, prison guard or coal miner. It just seems like a really difficult uh, job where you're under a lot of stress mm-hmm. and you never, and, and, and no one ever appreciates it. You know, it wasn't my first 
career choice, I'll be honest with you, but it it does run in the family. My, oh, really? My, yes, I grew up in Lenexa, Kansas, which is a suburb of the greater metropolitan area of Kansas City, uh, Kansas. Oh, I'm sorry. Which is kind of the lesser Kansas City. You know, it's uh. got, I always say it's got a couple railroad tracks and a Taco Bell. I was lucky enough to grow up in the full face Church of Jesus. Oh. Uh, and, you know, the full face Church of Jesus, uh, it, was, it was supposed to be, you might say, faith? Faith or face? And it, it is face. Okay, full face. That's what I thought you were saying. Full face. Pastor Reggie, God rest his soul, he had what they oh. called a uh, reverse lisp. Oh. And I, I think that when he was, you know, talking to the city business people who handle all of the establishing stuff, you know, when you're, when you're starting a church, uh, I think he meant full faith Church of Jesus when oh. it came to face, and that's what they wrote down. But I kind of like it because it's like, bam, Jesus right. is in your face, and you gotta, yeah. you gotta face it, you know what I mean? So you grew you grew up in this in this full frontal uh, church, and then you, you you said your mom was the wedding planner of that church. She was, and she worked wonders. My mom was a single mother of two. It's just me and my my younger sister. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, we were raised by our grandfather. Okay. Who was a very hard man? A very 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 hard. So your mom was a single mother of two, but you were raised by your grandfather. Well, she was so busy. Oh, she wasn't around. Um, so I spent a lot of time with my, my grandfather growing up, as did my, my younger sister, and he was a very uh, strict man, very by the Bible, like literally a, a Bible beater. Oh, okay. Oh, like he would as beat in, you with Bibles? Or oh, yes. Would, oh, oh, really? Yes. Yeah, you know, I've heard of that. It doesn't really leave a bruise, which is probably good. He fought in World War II, and let me tell you, they teach those soldiers how to like not leave marks. Right. Oh, wow. You know? Wow. Well, it's good that, I mean, you're following in the footsteps of your mom, who I can see the way God has used your mom and you, because godly marriages are very close to the heart of, of, of God. He, he is, it's very important to him that we partner up and we pair up when we are equally yoked with um, other believers. And, and it's so nice, just, too, that um, Kansas, you know, they were really at the forefront of sort of how to define marriage. I think they really got it right, and they've just really held out uh, when it comes comes to hey this is this is uh, you know marriage is what we say it is and that is between you know two christians let's make marriage great again you know what i'm saying so are you married all the women I meet are engaged. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And it's so interesting that just like tax accountants, they have a season now where their job, they have their busy season. I yep. guess it's the same way for you wedding planners. You have your busy season and then you got all this off season to kind of, what do you do? What do you do with the rest of your year? Um, I like to relax as much as possible. Um, I'm a bit of a dreamer, I'll be honest. Ooh. I I like to, um, I haven't told anybody this, but I, I like to write some short stories. Oh, is really? that right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, I could have probably, pa- I either thought uh, short stories or poetry because, I mean, even just to look at you, you know, your hair is, uh, I would say about waist length and very blonde. Thank and you. your clothes are these loose kind of, what do you call those? Like, um, well, this is just, I, some people would refer to them as moo-moos. Again, I told you wedding, wedding planner, not necessarily my career choice, but, um, when I was a child, uh, the summer of 1988, in between third and fourth grade year, uh, I was uh, playing on the monkey bars under my grandfather's supervision. Now, he had a motto. If it falls, let it. 
You know, mm-hmm. if it mm-hmm. falls, it kind of it's just like, hey, it's all in God's will. Jesus will catch it. You know, yeah. you lose a hand. There yeah. you you know, you got to let it go. Had he lost a hand? He had lost a hand. He had okay. a hook. Oh, and wow. He actually let that. I mean, you would think that hook would slow him down. Uh, fortunately, you know, so the hook is where the pillowcase full of Bibles would go. Whoa. And then the, the other, the other, the good hand was for holding, holding you. You know, oh, wow. see. Yeah. and then uh, you know, I could have sworn that he had some sort of swivel or hinge in that hook because the way he spun that bag of Bible, that pillowcase of Bibles, let me tell you, wow. it seems like a transformer or something. Yeah. So, your, your short stories. So, well, this is actually the first short story that I wrote, which was called "Fall into Grace." Oh, because my, uh, I was playing on the monkey bars and I stood up. And I was so tall, I was taller than my grandfather. And I said, look at me, look at me, Grandpa. You can't get me now. You can't catch me now. And I slipped, I fell, and he didn't catch me. Oh, and I, no. I landed on my on my coccyx. I broke multiple vertebrae. I spent the entire summer in a back brace, unable to play, unable to do anything. And my mom was so busy with the wedding planning season that uh, she, and she was upset with my grandfather, uh, understandably, that she would just load me up in a dolly and wheel me around to all of her her wedding planning meetings with these brides and groom, and I would just sit, <sighs> I would, they'd just po- po- post me up in the corner of the living room. If you're a bride, that has to be so awesome where you're going, hey, you know, it's my big day, and then you see, you know, a crippled kid at your wedding being wheeled around in a dolly in a big shirt with long, with long flowy hair. You're going, well, that, you know, people will remember that. That's a, that's a, that's a memorable wedding. I just wanted to say, because of your hair, I feel like it really does help, because I've seen you twice now on Lord of the Rings themed weddings be Legolas just standing up there as Legolas on the <laughs> yes. side and you make a now, great Legolas. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I started growing out my hair as a child because it actually hurt to cut it. Well, I, I, I didn't want to say anything when you walked in with that um, inflatable donut thing you're sitting on. I yeah. figured maybe it was hemorrhoids, but that's the coccyx thing you got. You just a lifelong tailbone injury. Yeah, or what? and it goes all the way up to the base of the there's actually a metal plate where the base of my skull cracked open and my brain started leaking down into the spinal column and they had to they had oh to reconstruct my. that. You know, it was hours before my mother came home uh, wow, to yeah. find me at the bottom of the jungle gym. So You were just shattered like a wily e. coyote. But God kept you safe. That's it. And you know, and it's sort of like my grandfather's words came true. You know, if it falls, let it. Just so you don't feel alone sitting on your donut, I had to sit on a donut through every single one of my pregnancies because I don't know if you know this, but pregnancy really does give a gal a hemorrhoid. Oh, hell yeah. And so you do have to sit on those. And as long as you want to have kids, you got to deal with stuff like that. Sometimes all your hair and your head falls out from a pregnancy. Sometimes it's just a hemorrhoid or two. Now, when you gave birth, did you actually, uh, I've heard that you can actually push so hard that you poop the bed. Oh, yeah. Almost every time. That's a thing you do when you give birth and when you die. It just is a fact of life. If I could just stop us for a moment and offer a word of prayer. Oh, I love uh, that. That was was just on my heart that um, that God put on my heart. Oh, yeah. You want to pray for us? Yeah. Oh, great. Thanks, Gray. You know, I I really can't remember what I was going to pray for. I guess I just... um, yeah. Do you Oh, was it our the uh, the hemorrhoids or uh, No, the, it definitely the wasn't coccyx, anything. No. It wasn't coccyx? definitely not anything about that. Oh, okay. 
you know, I, I I always wrote. I tried to become, you know, I thought I, with a name like McMansion, maybe there's something to do in construction or housing. Sure. Probably not looking like that. You know, so I, you know, I kind of ran away from my lineage from my mother for a little while. Um, the relative thing did not, realty did not work out, realty. I don't even know how to say that word. That was the first problem. Yeah, realty. Yeah. Realtor, real, a realtor, a, a realtor, a realtor, and a realtor, real, real, realty, realtor, a realtor, a realtor, 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 realtor. I think actually, uh, actually, speaking of transformers, aren't the bad guys called realtors? I think so. Yeah. Now, what would you say is the hardest part of your job? Would you say it's the bridezillas, or what's the most challenging? You know. I actually, people love to talk about Bridezillas, but let me tell you, I have seen some grooms, I call them oh. doom grooms, oh. that really can, you know, like this Olaf I'm dealing with right now, just putting his foot down saying, I'm not going to dress like a like the sister. Yeah. I'm, you know, because that's who else is really, you know, that's really her match is her sister. Right. He's like, I'm going to be a, I'm sorry to repeat this. I'm going to be a GD snowman, whether you like it or not. And then he, you know, he really likes to put his finger right in your face. Yeah. And speaking of homosexuals, I, my kids were telling me that the uh, snowman is gay. And I said, that's impossible. He doesn't even have genitals. I think everyone is gay in those movies, aren't they? Is that right? I'm pretty I sure. Let my kids watch. This. I'm pretty sure that Elsa's gay and a bit incestuous. The snowman's gay. What? You know those trolls. Oh, it no. seems to be like the trolls are just all men. Um, you know, I listen. I I hate the sin, love the sinner. That's you know that's what I say. Isn't that right? That's right. Love them back. So when you're dealing with these bridezillers, what are you doing when they get you know you know because I know a lot of bridezillers, you know that they get so crazy on the wedding day they just can't think straight. And do you have a way to talk these bridezillers? sort of off the ledge and and I guess literally I mean off the ledge because I did hear about the one woman who tried to jump off the top of the wedding chapel oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Some, sometime during the reception that was all over this diehard wedding theme you know where she it really wasn't because she was upset it's because she wanted to pull a Hans Gruber at the end of the oh, wedding really? well that's why she was dressed in a suit that's why she was in the suit with the beard because she actually oh. wanted to play the Hans Gruber role so that was just a bit of um overzealous performance you know i would like to say on on her part but we we fixed that um i'll tell you what works it's what worked uh for my grandfather and he taught me well you just get a hose just get a hose and spray them down they come to their senses real quick real quick and is it true that she did jump off the salesforce tower three days later that is true that okay, is true. that's what I thought. God and bless did her. she make it? I don't think so, Hallie. Uh, it's the tallest building in Indianapolis. Oh, no. Well, uh, had she survived that uh, plunge, she would have ended up in the same kind of pain management it sounds like you've got going on for your entire lifelong struggle. And I just want to know, how is it that you haven't gotten addicted to the opioids? Oh, I am. Oh. Oh, yes. It's it. They haunt my life. Okay, we'll pray for you. Now, Matt, do you have any big weddings coming up that uh, uh, are particularly particularly interesting? Well, I mentioned the Frozen Two wedding. Uh, not super interesting. Uh, ironically, it is both of their second marriage, and they oh, both wow. had Frozen married. You know, they both had Frozen weddings the first time, so it really is oh, really the sequel to the both yeah. both of their first weddings. But um, we've got one called. Do you remember the um, 
Do you remember the scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark? Oh, one of the best movies. Harrison Ford. Yes, and they're in the Well of Souls. Uh, Yes. So we've got one that is inspired by the snake pit. Oh. And we've got our bride dressed in Marion's white white wedding dress, and the groom's gonna... He's got. I'm worried this whip isn't going to arrive on time. We're, this is going up next Saturday, but uh, he's. It's on back order. It's coming from Hong Kong. Hopefully, we'll get it in time. Uh, but we're going for it. We're having the Well of Souls wedding, and let me tell you, the snakes are real. Okay. Whoa, awesome. that was going to be my question. Whoa. We're not going cheap on the snakes. We are just letting them loose. And wow. by snakes are real, do you mean the bridesmaids? <laughs> That's a joke that I like to make because bridesmaids I've heard aren't any good. Oh. I've been uh, hearing this crazy trend is that there are a lot of women right now that aren't changing their names. Oh. And, and I mean, you know, Hallie, you, of course, did you even think about not changing your name? If you're not going to change your name, then don't walk down the aisle. That's the whole thing is that when you were born, you were named after a man. And when you get married, you switch from being named after that first man to being named after a new man. And he's literally hand you over like a piece of property. And that is how marriage used to work. Because, um, you know, if you want to hold on to your maiden name, uh, what, what, what are we even talking about? Maiden? Oh, that reminds me of the Maid Marian bride you had recently in the Robin Hood wedding. I like that and had not heard that Ryan Adams song in a long time. And it's the perfect wedding song. That used to be the wedding, uh, go-to wedding song when my mother was a wedding planner. And I have been waiting, waiting. for 30 years or whatever it's been to just yeah. get, I was so happy that finally came around. So speaking of maiden names, it just makes absolutely no sense to hold on to it because you know what? It, it's not a female name. You were named after your dad. Well, technically, I wasn't named after my dad. My father's legal last name was Wank. Oh. W-A-H-N-K. Okay. But it doesn't matter how it's spelled when you're hearing it. Um. So I actually, for the first two years of my life, was was little Maddie Wank. Okay. And, oh. then, and then we changed it. Um, my grandfather's last name actually was Hitler. And so we all oh, just decided wow. collectively as a family, let's just change it to something that sounds, you know, welcoming and American. And that's how we came up with McMansions. That's how we became the McMansions. Well, I'm sure there are lots of Hitlers um, as a last name, right? There were. They, that was like Smith in Germany. Um, you know, and I told you he I told you he fought in World War II. Oh, really? Yeah. But he did fight for the he did fight for the Germans. Oh, oh is that um, right? Yeah. Yeah, he did. But um, so we became the McMansions. It's a long way. It's a long way of saying that you know we. But I say when you change your name, do it before you get married, and then change your name again when you marry a man and change your last name to his. Yeah, because there really are only male names. I mean, if if I keep my maiden name, that's still a man's name. That's my father's name. But even if I took you know didn't take my dad's name, but I took my mom's name, that's that's not a female's name. That's a man's name. That's her dad's name. Like females are nameless people moving through history. We don't have an identity. We we are handed from one man to another and name after them you know they say that slaves were named after their masters and i think that's something you can tell a woman of like hey slaves were named after their masters and women are named after men and i was honored to take my husband's name because i love him that much i i would be excited about it well um well, Matt, it's been so lovely to learn about uh, all the all the exciting weddings you have going on here. We don't want to keep you too long because I know that you're you're so busy right you're now. You're in demand. Yeah, I'm actually getting I'm getting a call from that bride. Uh, this is about the Elsa thing. Do you mind if uh, I'm sorry? I'm just, uh, thank you so much. Oh, I no, gotta get up. Thanks for your time. Take, oh! Okay. Oh 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 my God! Oh, I'm sorry. I uh, took his name in oh, vain. Ow! Ah. Oh. 
Oh, you, you, you forgot your donut. Matt McMansion was played by Michael McMillan. Follow him at McMills and check out his podcast, Bigfoot Collectors Club. And ooh, watch him on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and the new Perry Mason on HBO. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie LeBont, and Grey House was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes.